Welcome to another episode of our podcast, Let's Talk Tri-Delta. Thanks for joining us. I'm Karen White, Tri-Delta CEO and editor-in-chief of the award-winning Trident Magazine. It is a brand new year, and Tri-Delta is taking the month of January to focus on you and your wellness, from mental health to self-care and everything in between. So we've decided to bring you a special three-for-you episode focused on wellness and specifically nutrition. We are joined today by wellness ex- by wellness expert who will share her best tips on nutritional transformation. Jan Park is a Tri-Delta alumna from our Alpha Nu chapter at the College of Charleston. She brings 25 years of experience as a registered nurse, certified weight management specialist, fitness trainer, and corporate wellness manager. She is also the founder of Health Yourself, basing all her teaching on science and taking the confusion out of nutrition by just making it simple. Boy, are we glad to see and hear you, Jan Park. Welcome to Let's Talk Tri-Delta. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Karen. Good to see you and glad to be here. Well, you certainly have a wealth of clinical experience and practical experience given your background with healthcare. Tell me why that the, why this has become such a passion for you, not just wellness, but keeping people well. Sure. So a little bit um, background on me is um, I'm a registered nurse and I started off my career, you know, in the critical care units, the cardiac critical care units. So, you know, we were taking care of open heart patient, open, open heart surgery patients and, you know, patients who have suffered heart attacks and, you know, pretty major, you know, life changing events. And although I loved it, I loved patient care. I noticed, you know, we were very, very good, especially in intensive care units and and in our healthcare system in general, really, we were so good at saving lives, but we were really not so great at changing people's lives. For me, you know, I I felt a little bit frustrated that we were um, sending patients back into, you know, we were discharging them back into the same lifestyle that in many ways contributed to why they were on that open heart table in the first place. Sure. I felt a calling to really um, be on the other side of healthcare, on the preventative care side. So I I did leave patient care um, about 15 years ago and had an opportunity to go into wellness and preventative teaching, um, everything from, you know, helping people quit tobacco to helping them reach their health health goals with nutrition, diabetes teaching, um, weight loss, and really actually in a corporate wellness setting. is really where I felt, you know, where I was doing the most impact for patients is teaching them, empowering them to take control of their health and avoid in so many situations ever needing that, that cardiac care because there, there is so much we can do to reverse these conditions through lifestyle modalities. That's amazing. And so that led to your founding your own business called Health Yourself, correct? That's correct. It's called Health Yourself by JP. And um, I did. I had a lot of families, family and friends and, and just private clients that were needing a lot of uh, coaching. And also patients who just were not, you know, they were getting diagnosed in the medical practices, but uh, they just, we don't have a system set up when you're at that doctor's appointment. You know, they might tell you, here's some medicine, here's some new prescriptions, go lose weight and exercise. And then you're left, you know, to figure it out on your own with all these fad diets out there, right? 
and not really knowing where is good vetted information. So yes, I founded Health Yourself by JP, which is my wellness coaching business um, that I do online classes on my website, meal plans, and then private coaching so that whether you're a patient or whether you're really just someone looking for good vetted information um, on how to take control of your health through nutrition, um, it's easy access. I love it. And so let's get to that because you say health and wellness boils down 99% to nutrition. So tell us more. I, I am a big believer in that. So truly, Karen, nutrition is our number one driver of our health. The food we put in our mouth every day has the power to drive disease or prevent disease. And it, we really do need to start looking more towards food as medicine. Now, not to say that there are not, of course, um, genetically driven diseases such as cystic fibrosis, such as Down syndrome. I mean, clearly, I'm talking here more, though, about the vast amount of chronic disease in our country, like heart disease, type yep. 2 diabetes, and now we know many cancers actually driven by lifestyle. Well, I um, think our our listeners are going to be so intrigued by what you've got to say here in your in your three tips, um, your three for you guidance. Um, so timely here at the beginning of the year. So let's get into your three tips for Tri-Deltas. And the first one, um, I love this one, right? Know your carbs and don't be afraid of them, right? We're all sort of trained to, you know, be be anti-carb. So tell us more. That's not necessarily the case, right? Right, right. So, you know, I, I picked three top tips. Really, you know, of course, there's there's more than three that we can teach on, but these these are going to be my my three top ones today. And carbs, out of all everything in nutrition, carbs are the most abused and confused. <laughs> I mean, it is hands down. Okay. And here's why. First of all, carbohydrates, when we say carbs, we mean carbohydrates. Okay. It's all of your breads, your pastas, your rice, your fruits and vegetables, believe it or not, you know, they, they yeah. do carbs, all of your flour products. Um, so carbs is a huge category. And the problem is they've been demonized as one big category. And then there's a lot of elimination diets and fad diets that want you to eliminate all carbs. Let's just, let's just throw out all carbs. Right. Well, it's really, it's, it's unfortunate because there are good carbs and there are bad carbs. And we do not want to throw out the good carbs with the bad carbs. Now, absolutely, there's a big class of bad carbs that we should rid and we should eliminate. And so very quickly, I'll kind of go, go over the difference between what are good carbs and what are bad carbs. So good carbs are carbs that are still, that they're not processed and they're still in the form that mother nature provided them to us. Okay. So some examples of good carbs are like brown rice. It hasn't been processed. It still has all of its fiber and bran and, um, 
whole wheat, whole grain things. Fruit is a good carb. So think oatmeal is a great carb. So think carbs that are in the closest form that mother nature provided them to us and they're not processed. Once we process these carbs, we strip all of the nutrients out of them. We cause them to digest extremely rapidly and cause really high blood sugars. So think mostly in general, your white carbs. So like think of white flour, okay? Instead of whole wheat flour, we have stripped it and we've turned it into white flour. All the products that white flour makes, you know, you think waffles and pancakes, cookies, muffins, a lot of crackers, um, most desserts. So you're thinking the processed carbs that have been basically stripped of all their nutritional value, no fiber left in them. So they digest very, very rapidly, have a high impact on your blood sugar, high impact on your insulin levels. And they, they really just are not packed with nutrients anymore because we've processed them and we've taken those out. Brown rice versus white rice, just a you know, very simple example. Yeah. Then of course, all of your sugar-laden um, products. So um, sugar by itself, you know, high fructose corn syrup and um, sugary products are certainly going to be, we're, we're going to put that in the, in the bad carb category, right? So you want, you do need to limit those carbs that have been stripped of their nutritional value, drive your blood sugar up. Um, they're more like empty calories. Those carbs perpetuate hunger and they perpetuate weight gain, but you don't want to throw out all of your good carbs and just say, you're going to go no carb. Okay. Because your body really needs them. And when we try to eliminate an entire macronutrient group, like carbs that your body really needs, you are really depriving it of tons of fiber, which it, we know prevents colon cancer, reduces heart disease, reverses high cholesterol, helps keep you full, and aids in weight loss. So there's so many great things about the good carbs. Like fruit is an amazing carb. You don't need to worry about the sugar in fruit. It's packaged up in tons of water and, again, has lots of fiber in it. So it's going to be a slower digestion, and it's, and it's just packed with disease uh, protecting phytochemicals and phytonutrients. So, you know, the, the, the good carbs really deserve um, their time and, and you know, having all the good attention they need. And we shouldn't be afraid of them. They're, they can help you lose weight, whereas the bad carbs can help you gain weight. So it's just very important to not, to, to not demonize them and put them all in one category. I love it. So we have to stop our carb hating and instead educate ourselves on the good carbs. So um, carbs having their moment, that's awesome. Now you also talk about upping our plant food game as a way to heal some of our, um, our gut issues. You want to talk a little bit more about plant food? Yes, 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 yes. So out of all of our foods that we could really biggie size, first of all, and never worry about how much you're going to eat is going to be your veggies. So I always love to focus on what can you add in? What can you eat as much as you want of? Um, and that's going to be, it's going to be your vegetables. Okay. Especially if you have a weight loss goal, you can eat all the veggies you want and really not worry about it. Okay. So, but all plant food, you know, whether it's whole grains, uh, fruit, veggies, all of your plant food is very good for your gut, all right? So let's think about how many 
people, it's one of, you know, suffer from GI issues. Okay. Like how many folks are on GI reflux medications and irritable, irritable bowel syndrome, constipation, um, there GI issues are probably our most prevalent, uh, diagnoses in this country, as well as, um, medications that are, are prescribed for GI issues. Okay. It's, it's, it's just rampant and it is so reversible and it, it, we, we can really heal so many GI issues with nutrition because most of these GI issues that I just mentioned, um, irritable bowel syndrome, constipation, GI reflux, those, so many of them can be healed if you establish a good, healthy microbiome. So you're, what I mean by healthy microbiome, your microbiome is the environment in your GI tract that is made of billions and billions and billions of healthy bacteria. And when we have a dysbiosis, which is an imbalance of more bad bacteria than good bacteria, that is when these conditions set in. And when you can reestablish that balance and, and nourish the good, healthy bacteria, so many of these conditions can be reversed, including, you know, 70% of your immune system is actually in your gut. And 95% of the serotonin, which is our happy hormone um, that controls our moods and our sense of well-being and happiness, is actually made in your GI tract. So these these billions of um, healthy bacteria are working for you at levels that would blow your mind. You know, when they say health starts in the gut, it really does. So we need to take care of that gut bacteria that's working so hard to take care of us. And here's the kicker. Here's here's the kicker why plant food is so important in that. There is one thing and one thing only that this healthy bacteria live and thrive off of. And that one thing is called fiber. Okay? Heard of you've heard of fiber is a prebiotic. You've heard of Probiotics. Probiotics are actually the healthy bacteria. Prebiotic is what feeds that healthy bacteria. Yeah. Where does fiber come from? Fiber can only come from plants. Plants have a monopoly on fiber. There's no fiber in, in, in animal food. So the more vegetables and fruit and plant food you can get in, the more disease protective you're going to be. And boy, are you going to be able to see so many of these GI conditions that so many Americans suffer from start to heal because of this, this healthy, this restoration of this, of a good balance of this healthy bacteria. This is awesome. You're breaking this down in a way that is just uh, makes, first of all, so much sense, right? And, and really um, makes this seem very approachable, easy to understand. Now, help us not make it too complicated, right? So your, your third tip here um, is around success in the kitchen, right? I think a lot of us are a little intimidated or may not have the confidence um, around um, creating nutritional meals on a consistent basis for ourselves or our families. Um, so what are your tips and tricks for success in the kitchen? So, yeah, I, I, success in the kitchen. I mean, you're right. We can talk about this and we can kind of know what to do, but doing it is another thing, right? I mean, putting it into action is is really, you know, we can know it in a textbook, but how do you live it? How do you 
families healthy? How do you eat with your families? I know there's probably a lot of folks out there that feel like if they're going to eat healthy, they're, they're like a short order cook and they have, they're eating and cooking separately from what they're feeding their kids and all that. So we definitely want to talk about that. So planning is your key to success, right? I mean, if you, you have to look at your health as something, you can't just wing it. You have to be proactive, okay? Just like any project you work on, you are your most important project, your health. So any very important project, you're going to plan for it, okay? You're, you can't just wing it or you're going to get very lukewarm results. So planning is is the key. So what I do and what I, what I like to, to coach my clients on doing is to use their weekend. Let's say everybody has different schedules, but let's say your weekend or your days off is your Saturday or Sunday. Sit down and plan at least three dinners, at least three, four would be better. Okay. But at least three and make your grocery list and plan some healthy dinners and double them. If you feel like you want them for healthy lunch the next day, or if you want to turn those three dinners into six and not have to cook those other three nights, just double the recipe. Leftovers are life-saving, right? Yes. Still gives you a night to go out um, and hit a restaurant or whatever. But you have to do that planning. Use your use your weekend also to make a big grocery run store because after a busy day, if you do not have the ingredients in your house and it is five o'clock and you have hungry people to feed, or even just if you're it's just yourself and you're starting to get hungry and tired from whatever the day has thrown onto you, you're less likely to succeed. So have the stuff in the house, you know, go to the grocery, don't be running to the grocery every day, get organized, do one big run on the weekend. And then, you know, I usually only have to maybe go back once by like Wednesday or Thursday, maybe to pick up a few things that you know, more fruit or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, plan, do your planning that way. Also, um, I'm also a huge believer if you want to take control of your health is if you work outside the home to pack your lunch, because the more you go out to eat, you know, the restaurants sell a product, even healthy restaurants. Okay. They, they still give us a really big portions that are bigger than what we need, even though they might be healthy. Um, and in general, you know, if you walk into a restaurant already hungry, you're going to, you're going to overorder or you're just going to probably stray away. So if you pack your lunch, that's a, and then use your lunch to take a 20 minute walk outside instead of you know, being in a restaurant. So there are simple things like that with planning your foods. Um, and then of course, setting up your environment in your kitchen that nudges you to make healthy decisions by default. So what does that mean? Yeah. So you can't always rely on willpower, right? I mean, we're human. So yeah, if you have the junk in your house, you're, you're going to eat it. So, you know, I always tell people detox that grocery cart and like try not to even bring it in the house. Uh, but, you know, if you have kids in the house, of course, you're going to have some um, cookies and, and ice cream and stuff for kids, of course. So maybe have some healthy alternatives for you, like, you know, some healthier desserts. Here's an example, a big bowl of berries and light whipped cream. Um, That is an incredible dessert and it's healthy. It satisfies a sweet tooth, you know, peanut butter and banana, you know, some things that you can have. But if you set, set that environment up in your kitchen where you have some healthy snacks to reach for, 
and not, and not have the, at least don't have the trigger foods, you know, like one of my trigger foods is Nutella. You know, I cannot bring that home. <laughs> I'll polish off the whole jar in one sitting. So, you know, I have to, you know, don't bring those trigger foods home if you know you're just doomed to have them in the kitchen. That is, I mean, you know, so much of this is, um, you know, we, we know these things, but putting this into practice as, to, as a lifestyle, right? A healthy lifestyle um, that prioritizes our wellness. This is really, really great information, Jan. Um, good, good. I have um, tons of new takeaways um, and I know our listeners do too, but how can listeners get more information about you and um, the courses that you offer and the coaching you offer, where can they find you online? Sure. Um, I would love to continue this conversation with our listeners and you can definitely grab some immediate um, resources, grab a free meal plan off my website. First of all, that'll help you immediately start getting organized in the kitchen. So my website is health, H-E-A-L-T-H, health yourself by jp.com. So if you go there, you can grab a free website, um, a free website, a free meal plan. (laughs) And I also have, um, there's also an opportunity to get those meal plans every Friday in your inbox. If I have a monthly membership and I test all the recipes in my own family, I design the full day to be in an appropriate calorie range. Um, It's aimed for weight loss, but I have a lot of people in my program that just use them for healthy eating in general. Yeah. And get meal plans every week on the meal plan membership program. Extremely affordable. And then I also have an online course if people want something right away. And then also what's been really cool is I also have been doing these live workshops. And so I run them about every couple months, like every two months or so. So it's on my website where you can kind of keep an eye and sign up on those where I do live teaching for like I'm in the middle of a January one um, and we do eight sessions on Zoom. And it's a live small group workshop. So it allows people to get this private coaching without breaking the bank because it's a small group. So there's all sorts of resources for you at healthyourselfbyjp.com. And social media, I love putting recipes and tips up on Instagram and Facebook. My Instagram is health underscore yourself underscore by JP. And, and I'm on Facebook as well. Healthyourself.jp is, is I think, a little shortcut you find on Facebook. So, um, yeah, so thank you. I would love to continue the conversation and be able to bring more resources for our listeners. This is amazing. So resources and opportunities, you know, as we all get into this new year and we focus on being the best versions of ourselves. Thank you, Jan, for helping us get a jump start here. It's been so fun talking to you. Thanks for visiting with us today. It's been my pleasure. Thank you so much. And I uh, hope to talk to you real soon, Karen. Awesome. Thank you so much. And many thanks to Jen Park for being with us today for another three for you. Love this focus on nutrition as we focus on wellness in Tri-Delta this month. Wish all our members well as we start a bright new year here in 2021. Stay tuned for more exciting events, programs, and celebrations coming your way. Find out more on our brand new website, tridelta.org. Don't forget to send us your podcast ideas too. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at podcast at tridelta.org. 
This podcast was made possible by the kind support of Tri-Delta's dues-paying alumni. Have you paid your annual dues yet? You know I have to ask. Log on to my Tri-Delta to learn how. And finally, please like, subscribe, and rate our podcast. We do love five-star ratings. Let's talk Tri-Delta. Thanks for taking time today to talk with us. Join us next time. Stay safe and bring you 